freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to our number two of episode 138 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, this is our Be Kind Rewind version one show. Half the people don't even know what that means. What's rewind? (laughs) What do you rewind nowadays? All right. So this is taking, this is going old school back when we used to have uh, VHS rentals. Yes. VHS rental tapes. And they would say that. Be kind. Rewind. If you brought your VHS tape back to the rental store, people are like, what the heck is a rental store? Right. And you had not rewound it. They would generally charge you a penalty fee. Right. Right. Because then somebody there had to use man hours to stick it in the little gadget and hit the rewind button. So, uh, yeah, that's taking us back right there. Or maybe a cassette tape, an audio cassette tape. tape. Do those even exist anymore? (laughs) Right. Or a reel to reel. If you wanted to hear a song over, it took like a minute. You know, now you just hit a button. It's not even they don't call it rewind. They don't even call it replay. What do they call it? Just play it again. Right. Just play it again. Play it again, Sam. Yeah, that's it. All right. So this is version one because I think we're going to be doing more of these. So Be Kind Rewind is a best of show and a compilation of some of our favorite moments from over the past three years. You might even hear us refer to our show by its former name, which was Dan. Gun Talk. (laughs) Hey, just because it's the best of doesn't mean that. Everybody was the best, but we have to kind of pick through those, right? That's true. Gun Talk AZ was our name for about six whole episodes. Yeah, here's what you're doing to I me. I realized right now. I was kind of stealing Tom. Here's Gresham's what you're doing to me. Show's name. Okay, you're doing this. Okay, mm. we had to quit saying Gun Talk AZ. So I, you know, I every time I said something, it was Gun Talk when I wasn't supposed to say it. Now I got it out of my mind. You're bringing it back. So next week, guess what? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> you, to Gun Talk you gotta, AZ. You got to highlight and delete that. All right. Well, today's show is a mixed bag. It's a lot of fun. And you might hear us talking about, you know, maybe events from past years, maybe the election that was coming up back in 2015 when we recorded this next whole segment. Um, so just... Uh, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to say, to, to put yourself back then when there was so much uncertainty and we didn't know who was going to end up winning the election uh, between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. So, without further ado, from episode 13, from back in 2015, this show was titled, Can You Hear Me Now?, 
We had dedicated the entire hour to the cast of the Polite Society podcast. Co-hosts Paul Lathrop, John Morse, Gary Doherty, and John Richardson were talking about the Hearing Protection Act that back in 2015 at least had a shot of getting passed. But we have gone through two full years now when the GOP had the House, the Senate, and the presidency. All the while, the electorate who voted them in have been asking, can you hear us now? Listen in from our show back from 2015. Welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio. We engage, we educate, and we inform. And we are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And today we have titled our show, Can You Hear Me Now? Earlier we were talking with a set of parents uh, who are talking about how do you safely have kids and guns together, and sometimes kids don't listen. So that's how that tied in. But this hour, we're going to talk with the hosts of the Polite Society podcast about a new bill that's being proposed by Arizona Congressman Matt Salmon. It's the H.R. 3799 Hearing Protection Act of 2015. So the Hearing Protection Act has to do with suppressors, uh, mufflers, um, whatever phrase you want to use. The movies would have us call them silencers. And uh, the NRA supports this bill, and their main reason is because suppressors can significantly reduce the chance of hearing loss. So I'm going to bring the uh, my co-host, Dan, into the, the picture. Say hello, Dan. Hi, everyone. And then also, all of the co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast, we have... Rob, Paul, Gary, and John. Welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Ringo. Great to be with you. Absolutely. We left Ringo at home. Left Ringo at home. Not quite all the co-hosts are here because Rachel Malone had to teach today and she couldn't be with us. Oh, I'm sorry we missed her. Well, we do have Rob Morse. We have Paul Lathrop, Gary Doherty, and John Richardson. And when um, we were just on your show, uh, what was that, a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So that was fun for us. Cheryl, they're trying to forget that. I know. (laughs) They've already, they've already wiped that, uh, what do they say, wiped the server clean um, from that uh, entire episode. But anyway, uh, when I asked you guys, it's like, so we want to have you on the show. You talk about everything because on the Polite Society podcast, it, you know, you talk on all the different topics of firearms and politics and, and these sorts of things. And so, like, what do you want to talk about? And really, I think it was Paul that said, I really, because I am personally affected by it, I really want to talk about the the Hearing Act. So, Paul, you want to run with that first? Sure. Uh, And it's not just me. John also has uh, hearing loss. And this is just common sense. Uh, when 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 I hear common sense gun law, this is what I think. The... Hearing Protection Act, all it would do was would be eliminate the paperwork, the delay, which is the big thing, and the $200 fee to be able to put a safety feature on any gun you choose. Well, uh, the, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I read somewhere, uh, somebody had said, if suppressors were a new invention, they would actually be required equipment because they do help protect our hearing. Well, and honestly, if you were to go to Europe and do hunting, there are countries in Europe where you must 
use a suppressor because of the increased safety. Uh, I've been to every year I go to SHOT Show in January and the cacophony of hundreds of and thousands of people, well, not thousands simultaneously or thousands there, but simultaneously hundreds of guns are being fired at that range. And even with good uh, Howard Light hearing, hearing protection and foamies, at the end of the day, I have a headache and my ears are ringing because it, I'm, I'm so close to so many guns being fired. And allowing suppressors, you can do beautiful things like hearing range commands when you're at the range. Right. And, you know, by eliminating this tax stamp and the process that you go to isn't going to make it rampant on the street with people that can't legally own a gun having suppressors. Because every suppressor, they're still treated as a firearm and still would have to go through the background check like you would on any other firearm that you bought. So we're not opening the streets to this wild um, bad thing, right? Right. And if it were going to be, if, if, if bad guys were going to use them, they'd already be using them. They're already breaking the law by a felon using a firearm. Right. And so what's one more law? If they were going to use them, they already would be. Right. And my, my opinion of a suppressor, too, is like if I was going to use one for defense, I probably wouldn't use a suppressor because it makes the gun longer, plus maybe not quite as accurate. So really for to use one to defend yourself in a big crowd of people or whatever, suppressors aren't, aren't practical. But for shooting, hunting, just normal sports stuff, it's a great item. Now, right, John- Dan. But it's not. It, it, it's this. It's not the conceal. It's not concealable right. because of its size. But you certainly would have it on your home defense gun. Sure. Because that you're not <laughs> you're not running around the house with your ear protection on all the time. Right. So you would want it there because. If you're going to have to use a, a firearm in self-defense in an emergency, something like that, you, you certainly would want to have it suppressed. Right. And there's no sense in waking up the rest of the family, right? <laughs> hey, well, okay, wait, wait. Let's not <laughs> let's not perpetuate the myth that our politicians are trying to sell to say that this is bad. Right. Mm-hmm. The suppressor doesn't make a gun silent. It doesn't make it so that nobody ever hears the shot go off. I think. Uh, for the politicians that that don't understand firearms at all, it's really more like the difference between, uh, and this is a rough difference, but a difference between a jet airplane and a diesel truck. Mm-hmm. You right. still totally know it's there. Mm-hmm. But at the airport, they're all required to wear hearing protection. Mm-hmm. And right. this is the same kind of thing. You hear a truck coming down the road, but you, you don't need to have hearing protection because it's so loud. And that's really the difference is it's just reducing the sound to a, a, a level that doesn't damage your hearing. No, I agree. Right? The, 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 bad, the bad press we have on suppressors come from the movie industry. It's, right. they're, they're saying how these things, you know, they don't make any noise at all, which is spe- especially on a revolver, it's crazy. Um, so I agree. It's, they're, they're giving us bad press. There's nothing wrong with the suppressor. I have several. I love them. I use them a lot. Um, go ahead, bring, Rob. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want to bring up one thing that our listeners might not be aware of. If you haven't been to a range recently, and if you haven't shot um, 
a fairly large handgun, both indoors and outdoors, you might not appreciate how tremendously loud mm. a firearm is if you shoot it in your own home. Mm. You know, if you think the kids turning up the stereo is bad, and the thought that you're trying to protect your family in your own home, and if you do, you and those you love may well suffer permanent hearing loss from just one shot. You know, we just talked about the lady that was breastfeeding her baby when she had to use a gun to defend herself. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I wonder about the baby. Is it going to have a hearing problem because of these so close range My firing wow. in a room that's, you know, a small contained room? It's true. So, well, um, the bill we're talking about, it's the Hearing Protection Act of 2015, and it is H.R. 3799. Congressman, Arizona Congressman uh, Matt Salmon has introduced it uh, just this year in October. The bill amends the Internal Revenue Code to do two things, to eliminate the $200 transfer tax on firearm silencers. Even they're using the word silencer in the bill. And treat any person who acquires or possesses a firearm silencer as meeting any registration or licensing requirements of the National Firearms Act with respect to the silencer. And if you've paid the tax after October 22nd of 2015, if this passes, you may get a, a refund. Um, so that's what we're talking about. Now, John, uh, what's your take on all of this? Well, <clears throat> I do have hearing loss. And just as an example about shooting inside... I was in a local public library when they were testing the fire alarms. I was in a stairwell. For days afterwards, my ears were ringing. And just so happened, I went to the ear, nose, and throat specialist and the audiologist for a pre-existing appointment, and I had even more hearing loss. Mm. Fortunately, I've gotten that back. But that was at a level... That was 20 to 50 decibels lower than a firearm. Wow. That's incredible. And, you know, and go ahead. And imagine firing, you know, as Gary was saying, firing a firearm within your house against an intruder, mm -hmm. permanent hearing loss very easily. And you can't put your head, your earplugs in when you're in a problem in your house because you need to hear you need to know what's going on in every room. Absolutely right. Now, this is back in 1934, the Firearms, National Firearms Act of 1934. That's when the, the suppressors, mufflers, silencers got put on this special list um, that you needed to have. Uh, mm, I'm not sure about that, Cheryl. The 1934 was for NFA items, but I think that suppressors was added later. Is that correct? I believe suppressors were in there originally. Wow. Did, they even, so. did wow. they even know what a suppressor was in the 30s? Well, probably yes. not what they are today. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Hiram Maxim had designed suppressors back as early as like 1909 oh, wow. and patented them. Well, mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about today. We have the uh, co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast. We're talking about this new bill that uh, Matt Salmon, who's a congressman in Arizona, is trying to get passed. And we're going to hold uh, the Polite Society podcast over through the commercial and dig in a little bit deeper about why this is important, who needs a suppressor on their gun, uh, you know, what? why do we even care about this? But... The push for it to become 
uh, less intrusive, less difficult to get a suppressor comes from a desire to protect your hearing, to protect your ears, because guns have such a loud and concussive force. Um, and so we're going to dig into that a little bit more when we come back. We also have Dan's Tip of the Week coming up at the end of the second hour. So sit tight. Don't move a muscle. We've got a lot more coming up. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms, huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. 
The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. Every child can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. The following program has been pre-recorded. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, and your nationwide hometown gun shop. And today we have the co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast. We're welcoming to the show Rob Morse, Paul Lathrop, Gary Doherty, and John Richardson. And we're talking about a new bill that's being proposed by an Arizona congressman, Matt Salmon. It's H.R. 3799, the Hearing Protection Act of 2015. And we, the reason we care about this, guys, is because we want to protect our ears. Is that right? Is that pretty much what it is? That's pretty much it. We don't want to have any more hearing lost. We don't want people to lose hearing to begin with. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. And so the people that say, well, just put your pro ears on. Just stick those little foamy things down in your, your ear canal. What do we say to them? Well, you, you, people lose shooting ranges because their neighbors complain. I can't ask them to stick foamies when they're in their home miles away. And they still hear the gunshots. And they complain. And I can't, you know, you can't really wear foamies when you're hunting. And and why would you say that? Because, you know, recently, you know, I own a gun store and I didn't understand that there are 37 states, right, in America, 37 states that it's already legal to hunt with a suppressor on your firearm. Why, why would you want to do that? Be polite. The same way you don't want the kid to tune up his motorcycle without the muffler on it next door to me. Um, it, you don't want to disturb the neighbors if you don't have to. In fact, in many states, they regulate the size of lot where you're allowed to hunt. You know, in a townhouse, it's probably not a good idea. How many acres does it require so you won't disturb your, your neighbors? That's a well, really good point. With a, if you have a muffled firearm... You can hunt smaller plots. 
That's an excellent point. I hadn't even thought of that one. Um, I'd asked Dan about this not so long ago. You know, why am I sneaking up on the animal? Because clearly I'm not a hunter. And, and what'd you say about that, well, Dan? The main thing is when you're out hunting, you want to be aware of your surroundings. And if you don't, if you can't hear your surroundings because you have earplugs on, you're not going to be able to hear the game. You're not going to be able to hear if there's people around, other hunters, uh, cars, traffic, that kind of thing. So it's very important. I, I've never hunted with earplugs on, and that's why my ears ring now. But <laughs> I didn't hunt with earplugs because I wanted to be aware of the surroundings. Now, Paul, you mentioned that you've got hearing loss from uh, firearm use. Is it because you fired guns without hearing protection, or were you still protected and still suffered hearing loss? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, because as I, I grew up in the in very rural South Dakota, and guns were a way of life, and you went out, you shot, and I, when I was young, didn't wear hearing protection. Uh, I full disclosure. There was also a lot of loud rock music and race cars that helped me lose my hearing. <laughs> but uh, well, we appreciate your but, honesty. <laughs> but there's also I since I have had hearing loss, I I protect my hearing. However, I, we went to uh, a good friend of mine and I went to go shoot a 44 Magnum. We were at an indoor range and had both foamies and hearing uh and uh, my howard light hearing protection and i still walked out of there with ringing in my ears and like i said at shot show every year i'll, I'll get some some ringing in my ears and a terrible headache uh there's firearms are loud and anything we can do to make them soft is less loud man i'm all for it yeah well that's that's a great point paul because the ear <laughs> It's not just a little tiny hole in our head. It, it's a very complex series of channels, bones, muscles. Uh, uh, so having earplugs in uh, does not protect you from the sound pressure. Even with earmuffs, it does not fully protect the, your, your entire hearing mechanism from the sound pressure. So... It, it's this is totally a safety device. This is not, like I said, uh, it's it's not something so that we can kill with silence. It, it, once again, you mentioned the movies. The movies are fantasy, and people look at that and they go, "Oh well, people could just run around and kill people with with complete silence." And it's just not the case. This is this is reducing the sound pressure. So it, it's it's. On our whole body, I mean, our hearing specifically, but it, it's protecting our whole body from that pressure. Right, and you know, I, I wonder about the law itself. You know, right now we have the law that you have to get a sheriff's approval. You pay two hundred dollar tax, and then you wait six to nine months for your uh, suppressor. And I wonder if that law really makes any sense anyway. If a customer comes in the stores and buys a suppressor and fills out the paperwork with the forty four seventy three and we do a background check, and he's approved, what's the difference? I mean, why do they need to go to a national database anyway? What purpose does that serve? How many crimes been used with the suppressor? I don't think you can find them. Certainly not a legal one. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. It's going to equate very close to the same amount of convenience stores that are taken down with Barrett's. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Not very darn many. Right. It's true. Now, when this was implemented, it was back in 1934, and it was during Prohibition, and they, they put short barrel shotguns and a uh, few other things on the same list. Machine guns. Machine guns. And they, they said, okay, a $200 tax. Well, in thir- 1934, 200 bucks. that was very prohibitive to anybody being able to afford it, except maybe the mobsters that they were making rich by implementing prohibition in the first place. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're right. Um, Cheryl, before we go on, can I go go back half a step? Absolutely. You know, we talked about uh, protecting our hearing. I think there's another reason mufflers are great. Gary is an instructor. I've instructed students. We typically don't, we like to start our students off with a smaller caliber gun. Some of us even use an, an uh, air pistol or air gun. Because we can get them over, we can teach them to shoot before they have to learn how to flinch from this explosion at the end of their hands. Hmm. And it's teaching students with muffled firearms, not only where yours, but hopefully the entire firing line is muffled, is a much better instructional environment. I love that point. Now, we're going to hold you guys over through the commercial. We've, we've got a lot more to talk about this. And maybe we'll pick up on that point again, um, that in training, we can help keep people from flinching and being afraid of a firearm before they've even had a chance to shoot it. So we're talking with the hosts, the co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast about the Hearing Protection Act of 2015. Stick around. We've got a lot more coming up. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyle. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Dennis here to welcome back one of my favorite sponsors, Duxiana and the world-renowned Ducks Bed. As far as I'm concerned, the greatest bed on earth. It's the only one I've been sleeping on for over a decade. You've heard me talk about how much I've enjoyed the Ducks Bed. This holiday season, treat yourself or a loved one to the ultimate gift and ongoing, long-lasting, great night's sleep where you spend one-third of your life influences your well-being for the other two-thirds. Believe me, 
Sleeping in a duck's bed is a wonderful, life-changing experience. Visit Duxiana in Scottsdale at the Seville, northeast corner of Indian Bend Road and Scottsdale Road, and experience for yourself the amazing benefits of the duck's bed. Or call 480-991-9800, 480-991-9800, or go to duxiana.com. That's D-U-X-I-A-N-A.com. It's not just a bed, it's a duck's bed. 480-991-9800. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thank you for hanging in there with us today on this Saturday. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And today we're talking about something important to our physical well-being. We're talking about our hearing, our ears. And there's a a new bill being proposed by an Arizona congressman, Matt Salmon, H.R. 3799, the Hearing Protection Act of 2015. And uh, they're trying to make it less difficult to uh, buy suppressors to put on our firearms. And uh, we are with the cast, the cast. (laughs) Are you guys a cast? (laughs) (laughs) The co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast. We've got uh, Rob Morse, Gary Doherty, John Richardson, and Paul Lathrop. And Paul, you were going to tell us a little bit more about the bill itself and how we can help out, right? Right. Well, we pretty much discussed what's in the bill, but we the the thing is stuck in committee right now and what really needs to happen is anybody 
who is not in the specific district of that congressman that proposed the bill need to get on the phone to their congressperson and encourage them to co-sponsor the bill. Now, you may hear, well, they're not on that particular committee, but you don't have to be on that committee to co-sponsor the bill. The more Uh co-sponsors the bill has, the harder it is to keep that bill. Got a little bit of technical difficulties, um, but the point is... Can you hear me now? There you are. I'm sorry. That's okay. There's uh, probably the hearing loss uh, from the sh- gun shooting. <laughs> there you go. I would just encourage everybody, if you could, please call 202-224-3121. Again, 202-224-3121. That's the Congressional Office Switchboard. And if you give them your zip code, no matter where in the country you are, they can connect you with your congressman's office. And you tell your congressman you want them to co-sponsor this bill to help move it out of committee. So somebody that's never done that, somebody that's never taken the step to actually call and physically speak to a congressman or congresswoman, you might end up with a voicemail, right? Or you might end up with the actual person on the phone. Like what, how do you phrase that? Hi, I'm calling today to what? You're probably going to end up with a staffer. You will probably, unless you call after 5 p.m. Eastern time, you're probably not going to get voicemail. You're probably going to get a congressional staffer. And all you, what you want to do is say, I'm calling about the, the Hearing Protection Act and give them the bill number, H.R. 3799, and tell them briefly why you support the bill and that you want your congressman or congresswoman to co-sponsor the bill to help get it out of committee. All right. Very good. And uh, as you were saying, it's 3799, H.R. 3799, and it's to eliminate the $200 transfer tax on firearm silencers, which really is just a prohibitive tax. It doesn't doesn't do anything to make you safer with a firearm, right? It's just a prohibitive tax that was placed well, back in the 30s. It, it, it does just a little more than that, Cheryl. There are some law enforcement officers, and you need the sign-off of the chief law enforcement officer in your county. Many sheriffs won't sign these forms. This bill would eliminate the sign-off of the chief law enforcement officer as well. So even though it's legal in that state, there are still sheriffs that won't sign off. Mother, may I? And yep. if he says no, you, what you, there are some legal ramifications. You can form a corporation and form a trust to buy a suppressor. But uh, for many people, that's just an extra burden that they don't want to go through. Right, and they choose not to dollars. get a suppressor. Yeah, it's another couple hundred dollars. And they're trying to knock the trust out too. They're yeah. trying to stop that. What's the trust? To, to get a trust to buy an FA gun. And what's the process for that? You have to go through an attorney to, to get a, a trust. And so you, you're counting on your local law enforcement person to be pro-gun right enough that he's not going to just dismiss it out of hand, right? right? Because and It's also a cultural element because, for example, uh, many sheriffs in Texas in some of the larger cities won't sign off on these items. Wow. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Well, we've got one more commercial break to take, and we're going to bring you all back. We are with the hosts, not the cast, the hosts of the Polite Society podcast, Rob Morse, 
Gary Doherty, Paul Lathrop, and John Richardson talking about the importance of a new bill that's being proposed uh, to go through Congress, the Hearing Protection Act. And when we come back, we want to talk with John Richardson a little bit about hunting with a suppressor. So why would that be important? Stick through the break and you can find out. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your 
collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place, and then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. The following program has been pre-recorded. You are listening to Gun Freedom Radio. Welcome back. We engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. We are talking today with the co-hosts of the Polite Society podcast. We have Rob Moore, Scary Doherty, Paul Lathrop, and John Richardson. And we, you know, we want to let people know, why should we care about this new bill, this new Hearing Protection Act of 2015, H.R. 3799, that Arizona Congressman Matt Salmon has proposed and trying to put through? And, John, you were talking about using suppressors while you're hunting. So talk to us about that. One of the things that I would like to bring up is that lots of times when we're hunting, we're hunting with dogs. Whether it's waterfowling or small game hunting, we're hunting with a dog. Dogs don't have hearing protection. We love our dogs, but as they age, especially dogs that are sitting in a a duck blind or a goose pit, they're going to go deaf early. And do we really want that for, you know, man's best friend? And I would say we don't. And by having a suppressed shotgun, or if we're hunting small game, having a suppressed 22 rifle, we can preserve their hearing just as much as preserving our own hearing. That's an so. excellent point. And, you know, I don't know that people really think about that. I mean, I for our store, BrazyFirearms.com, we sell mostly firearms for personal protection. We sell some firearms for hunting. I am not a hunter. Dan hasn't hunted in years. And so, you know, we we forget about these kinds of things. And so the average citizen probably, it isn't in their mind at all. And so to to think about that is important and to bring it bring it out is important. Dan, did you have a thought on that? No, I agree. It, it is. And uh, the other thing about these suppressors, um, this is something Rob brought up, uh, Rob Morris brought up uh, off the air that, you know, so we can go and we can pay the $200 transfer tax for the, the suppressor and we can, you know, as, as responsible citizens, we can go and get the sheriff's letter that says we're allowed to own this thing. Um, but there are also ways that, you know, bad guys, they don't care about our laws. And so whether they get their hands on one in an illegal manner or whether they maybe fashion one, which I don't know if we want to necessarily say how you can do that on the air, but they're not real high science, are they, Rob? No, we're not. It's not rocket scientist and a gunsmith with Dan's ability basically would put them together out of spare parts in a few minutes 
it would almost become a um, home assembly kit, something you'd see on YouTube. You know, Which one of the really the points if they were so good for criminals, they would be making them and using them, and right. they're not. Right. You know, well, one the, of the, the, the you can't conceal them particularly easily. One of the sad points about this too. Let's say you do buy a suppressor, you want to go hunting with it, and you have five or six suppressors, and then, you know, you pass away, and now the kids have to deal with it, and it's super hard to transfer a gun from one person to another, and. If you're going to sell one of your suppressors, it's a $200 tax again to the next buyer. So you're talking about a four or $500 suppressor costing you $200 in tax. When you sell it, then that person has to pay a $200 tax. If somebody dies in the family, then you've got to go through the um, process of the Form 4s, all that work. So it's, it's a lot of hassle, too. Gary, your point was uh, enough to, to kind of bring forth again that... If these were such a, an important thing for bad guys to have, how come they don't have them? Right? Right, because we've already established that they're easy mm-hmm. to right. make. So it, it, it just doesn't mean make sense why we're, we're worried about bad guys having them. They, they, they don't want them. If they wanted them, they would have them. I mean, they have everything else. So I don't understand the problem. I don't either. And I, I think that it's an interesting thing. And I... I'm not 100% sure where uh, Matt Salmon got the idea to bring this forward, but I do think it's worth um, taking some time, reading it through. It's a very, very brief bill. Um, uh, Paul told us in the the last uh, segment how we can call our congressional office switchboard. Do you have that number again, Paul? Certainly. I, it's a 202-224-3121. And so we call that number and we say we're we're concerned with the H.R. 3799, the Hearing Protection Act. It's a bill that amends the Internal Revenue Code. It'll eliminate the $200 transfer tax on firearm silencers and um, eliminate the need for a, a letter from a local law enforcement person. That's it. That's the whole thing. And it'll help protect our hearing out on the range. And our dog's hearing. I, I think that's a really good point that was brought up. Our, our pets. I mean, if Sarah McLaughlin got on the phone with that, I mean, on TV with that and said, you know, do it for your dogs, okay? Oh, that song makes me cry every time. Well, guys, we are about to come to the end of this segment, and I appreciate you so much taking the time and coming on and talking about this important topic. And, uh, Paul, you guys do some incredible work with your podcast, the Polite Society podcast. You talk politics. You talk gun laws. You you really get into some meaty issues. And I want to be sure that everybody knows how they can follow your podcast as well. So please uh, let us know how to do that. Thank you. Uh, And and thanks for having us on. This has been really fun. We get a few minutes to talk about each topic when we're on our show it's been a blast to take extended time to talk about this. Uh, to reach us, real easy, politesocietypodcast.com. If you want to email any of us, uh, either on air at politicsandguns.com is the email address for all of us. Or if you want to talk to Rob, John, Gary, or me, just stick the first name of the person you want to talk to and then add at politicsandguns.com. We get all the emails and uh, we'd love to hear from everybody. We'd love to have you come check out our show. 
Well, so your your podcast is called the Polite Society Podcast, but your email addresses are your first name, like Paul, at politicsandguns.com. Did I have that right? Yes. Politics and Guns used to be the name of the show. We found we were having a lot of problems getting interviews because people didn't want to talk politics. Mm. Well, now that that's what we all want to talk about, right? Because it's an election season. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> So you went through a rebrand. We just went through a rebrand. So I, we're, we're feeling each other's uh, joy and pain, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much again. Uh, Rob, thank you. Gary, thank you. John and Paul, thank you so much from the Polite Society podcast. All right. I guess they're out. Um, that was fun. Uh, we were on their show uh, Sunday. And we were talking about the Paris uh, attacks and that sort of thing. And so to have them on our show so uh, soon thereafter was kind of fun. And this, this is a topic they picked. They, I said, what do you guys want to talk about? And then they said the, the Hearing Protection Act. So it's that important um, that of all the things, all the topics that they wrestle with on their show, and they also bring uh, stories about responsibly armed citizens, uh, good guys with a gun. They bring them to the, the forefront on their show as well. And uh, so of all the things that, that they could have talked about, they felt like this was the thing to, to really bring to people's attention. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, that really hit me about the dog. I, I, I just think about that. You see all the times people were hunt, duck hunting and quail hunting, and they've got the dog with them. And that poor dog that can hear so much more than we can, can you imagine how, that, how loud that is to them? be horrible yeah. and we have a, a poor one-eyed and now deaf uh cocker spaniel so um it, it did kind of hit us maybe a little extra uh close to home to of course think. we never took her hunting with us either no we didn't she's just getting old um but you know you call her and she doesn't hear you rattle her treat bag and she doesn't hear it's kind of sad yeah but anyway we still have dan's tip of the week I got to wait for that last note. I, that throws me off. <laughs> Tip of the week. Again, we're not going to talk about guns particularly. I mean, a certain kind of gun or anything, but uh, we're going to talk about kids and firearms. My tip of the week is teach your kids when they're young. Make sure they understand what a firearm is. Not what the movies are saying, but really what a gun is and what it can do. And please put them... Uh, Send them through the Eddie Eagle program, even at two years old. Have that movie running in their house. Just get them familiar with the guns. Don't hide your guns from your kids at any age. Do not hide it. Teach them. Yeah, it kind of touches back on the topic at the top of the hour when we had uh, Demi and Scott Johnson on talking about parenting and guns, kids and guns in the house at the same time. And uh, the Eddie Eagle program, What what's their little ditty dan you want to sing it for i us? i do not want to sing it i would like for you to <laughs> stop don't touch run away tell a grown-up so you get that little ditty going in your your kids heads uh it'll come back to them when it's important and better to try better to teach them than to ignore just because maybe you don't have guns in your home or just because your guns are all locked up with the ammo in a separate place, that doesn't mean that your neighbors, their friends, uh, are, is going to be the same situation there. Right. If you 
if you don't know about this program, just go watch one. Don't even take your kids. Just go watch them do you it. You can pull it up online. But to watch the kids' reaction oh, right. to the instructors oh, talking right. about this will put chills through you because it works. The kids understand. And it's something they're going to remember for the rest of their life. So put the kids through it. Absolutely. I think that's a great tip of the week. Well, we got Thanksgiving coming up very, very soon. You know I'm trying to lose weight, Cheryl. No, not, not right now. You know, you see what we cook every year. Yeah. Right? Huge spread. Lots of people come over. It's a lot of fun. But I want to throw a challenge out there. I say do one thing different this year than you've ever done before on Thanksgiving that benefits someone else's family. Just someone else in your life. There's a widow. There's a veteran. There's a shut-in. There's somebody whose life you can touch very simply, very easily. Be creative. Go on Pinterest. There's a zillion fun ideas on there. Um, at Halloween, we, we say we boo each other. So I'll leave a little a little gift. So a we little... thank each other now? Yeah. Leave a little package on somebody's doorstep and they don't know who it's from. Do the same thing for Thanksgiving. Our address is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And until next time, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. All of them? All of them, Dan. Even the ones you don't like, especially the ones you don't like. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, be good to each other. You got me all flustered. Have a great week, and God bless. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.